Welcome to another episode of Life Unleashed with your hosts, Sara and Sonia. Today we want to take the time to talk about tamoxifen as a uh, breast cancer treatment. And uh, we are both going to walk you through our personal experiences with this drug. So tamoxifen is a breast cancer treatment that is given to a majority of women that have gone through breast cancer. And it is a class of drugs that um, it plays a critical role in basically sort of taking the estrogen and lowering those estrogen levels. So it is known as a selective estrogen receptor modulator. And it is used as a form of hormone um, positive, it's a receptor positive breast cancer treatment. Um, now, to be honest, as a side note, I haven't heard of any woman being diagnosed with breast cancer that hasn't been on tamoxifen. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not sure if that's just the women that I've spoken to, but I've never heard of any woman saying, oh no, they didn't give me tamoxifen. Mm. So that is something I haven't heard yet. Um, but this drug I do know has been around since the 70s and has had a lot of you know, positive outcomes with using it. Mm-hmm. Now, these hormone receptors fuel the growth of cancer cells, and tamoxifen helps to block these receptors. Tamoxifen works basically by binding the estrogen receptors on the cancer cells, and then this binding prevents the estrogen from attaching to the receptors, thus inhibiting the stimulation of cancer cell growth. So, you know, in a nutshell, it basically, it's a shield against the estrogen and your hormone receptor positive breast cancer. Now, tamoxifen is used as a type of therapy, and it is used usually after your surgery to reduce the risk of cancer and to prevent the reoccurrence. Mm -hmm. So during the duration of tamoxifen, um, I can't speak for everybody, I did have to check in with my doctor a few times on if I was having any abnormal reactions with tamoxifen. Okay. So I did have to do that, but that doesn't mean, you know, everyone did that. Mm. And usually five years is the ballpark time of the treatment of the drug. However, I have been off of the drug um, almost 10 years. So I am hearing a lot of cases where now they are suggesting or recommending that you stay on the drug up to 10 years. Mm -hmm. So there is this five to 10 year mark. Yeah. So Sonia and I are not um, professionals. We are not doctors. We are not oncologists. We are only sharing. Users. Uh, Yeah. Okay. We are the users. (laughs) Of this drug, but I'm just putting out a disclaimer that we are by no means do not take anything we say as professional um, advice because mm-hmm. we are not professionals. We are just here sharing our stories and what we know of tamoxifen, what our research has told us. But please, at the uh, make sure that you do always consult your physician for any questions yeah. regarding any drug that you take and please listen to your physicians do we are just here sharing stories we are in by no means giving out any yeah, form we're of not advice. doctors we're not doctors so that's <laughs> our disclaimer so sonia i would love 
for you to share with our listeners your personal experience with tamoxifen. Oh, good old tamoxifen. Ah, I love you and I hate you. <laughs> so I got diagnosed with breast cancer in, um, well, like six years ago. I just did my five-year remission. And uh, I did my surgery. So I had my first mastectomy mastectomy and then I got put on tamoxifen a year after my diagnosis so I've been uh I when I was diagnosed with six years ago I just did my five-year remission so I started tamoxifen a year later so tamoxifen for me I know you and I have talked about this and we're gonna have like an in-depth mm-hmm. conversation our experiences were, were very different so I did not know a lot about tamoxifen my doctors didn't really explain it to me like I didn't even know that tamoxifen was a drug that was going to reduce the estrogen levels in my body I didn't even know that all I knew was that um, it was a breast cancer treatment and because I had not done chemo or radiation I had to do tamoxifen for up to five to ten years and they were gonna put me on it for five years and then see how things go and then determine whether I needed to be on it for ten years so I just, I just trusted my doctors and said, okay, I'm going to take this tamoxifen drug. Then I sort of started Googling it and realizing that there was more to it. But um, I started taking it and, you know, my body started reacting to it. And I didn't really know if it was this drug or if it was just like my mental health telling mm. me that there was things mm. going on. I wish... I wish I knew more, but yes. So I started taking tamoxifen and then um, to prevent, you know, estrogen in my body because I did have, my breast cancer was hormone positive, which mm-hmm. meant I had, if I had any cancer left in my body, estrogen would feed it. Right. And, yep. and tamoxifen basically reduces the estrogen levels in your body to below below normal mm-hmm. that a, a, a woman would have yeah so that if you do have any cancer cells left over it doesn't feed it so it's listen to me it's like ideal like okay this this drug is gonna treat me I'm gonna take it great and um, so I started taking it my experience with it we're gonna get into that a little bit later wasn't you know amazing I've had a lot of ups and downs with tamoxifen uh, way more than my breast cancer journey like when I say I love and hate tamoxifen and like I have this weird relationship with tamoxifen like I really do and you and I have talked about tamoxifen so Mm -hmm. much that we're like Mm -hmm. let's do a podcast on tamoxifen oh yeah yeah. (laughs) definitely but like yeah like I just I went on it not really knowing very much about it and Mm -hmm. that was my journey with tamoxifen what about yours so very similar, same. I was estrogen uh, positive, uh, tamoxifen. I went on it just after my lumpectomy, and they told me five years. I actually was taking another drug. I don't know the name, but every three months I would have to go into the hospital and get. It was like a straw. And a pill would slide down that straw and they would inject it right into my... Excuse oh, me? Oh, yeah. And I had to get like numbing cream because it was... I had to numb my skin because it was so like 
intense, the pain when they would shove it in. Like I could feel it. And this was like a, like a, like almost like think of something releasing more of a blanket. So they explained it. It's like an extra coating on your ovaries to prevent that estrogen from, from being produced. So it was almost like a blanket to stop it. So it was an extra additive. So this is before tamoxifen? This is while I was on tamoxifen. So yes, I was put into menopause right away. Like I, I do remember feeling the menopausal symptoms coming on very quickly. Mm-hmm. And just to let um, our listeners know, I was 32 years old going through menopause very quickly. There was, I'm going to say, probably no estrogen in my body because I was on the tamoxifen. And now they're adding the second element of an extra added bonus because why just do one? Let's give her two. (laughs) Wow. So now I was getting these injections every three months for three years. I would go to Sunnybrook and get that done. So I did that for the five years. Uh experienced all those wonderful <laughs> menopausal symptoms, those night sweats, uh, hot flashes of just dripping. Well, you know, you're just having a conversation <laughs> with somebody and then like a pool of sweat would just be lying on the table. Yeah. It was humiliating because I'm 32 or, you know, 31, 32. I'm like, what the and, you know, so I was going through that. Now they told me five years. I did my five years, um, of which when I went in on my, you know, yay, I'm going to get off. They were like, how would you like to do another five? And I was like, no no. way. You guys told me five. It's five. So we're sticking with five. (laughs) I don't need to do this for another five more years. No, I, I really did put my foot down. I almost felt like saying we had a deal. Oh, I did my time. I did my part. I did all you these. You served ab- your time. I served girl. my time. You promised me if you wanted me to do 10, you should have disclosed that to me yeah. at the beginning. You yeah. did not. Um, well, you know, new research, blah, blah, blah. I said, I get that, but I am making that choice for myself. Five. Yeah. So that was that. Now, I don't know if you want me to mention the other part or we're going to get to that later about the difference between what I was told and what you were told. We can get to that in the next part. Okay. Yeah. So I think we should, we should uh, <laughs> say that. So yeah, again, I had the hot flashes. I had uh, a little bit of memory fog. And believe it or not, it was my skin. Everyone's different, but my skin started to break out mm. and then get dry and break out and dry. So my skin was going almost through. Almost felt like I was doing adolescent and menopause at the same time, like horm- like teenage acne mixed with like thirty year old skin mixed with dryness. So it was a really, uh, I was really insecure. I think on the tamoxifen mm. because of what it was doing to my skin mm. more yeah. than anything. But that was just my hormonal way of dealing and balancing with with not having estrogen in my body. Yeah. For 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 me, like the hot flashes. Oh my god, they were so oh, bad. They, they started. You're right. The minute I started taking tamoxifen, my body started changing. Now, the hot flashes. Oh my god, they are not fun. Mm-hmm. And they were so bad for me that I went to my doctor and I'm like, I I'm literally waking up in like total like wet. 
Like I'm yeah. soaking wet. I yeah. I would have to get up and change my sheets in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's bad. I, know. I would wake up in a puddle of water. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to my doctor and, and, and she was like, okay, yeah, like this is common. Like, okay. So she's like, you know, we're going to give you something for that. And I'm like, okay, great. So she she gave me a prescription for a pill. And then she's like, so, you know, when you go on this, um, if you start getting like feeling depressed or sad or if you if you if you start getting suicidal thoughts, call somebody. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not taking this pill. I will deal with the hot flashes. I'm not gonna yeah. take I'm not gonna take a pill that like may cause me to have suicidal thoughts. So I dealt with the hot flashes and man, they were bad. No, did yours start to settle? Because I, I think for me, from what I re, what I recall, no. mine lasted maybe a year <gasps> or two and then they just kind of disappeared. No, mine were like the yeah. full five years. So can I say something? Yeah. Uh, I was told to minimize the sweating go to the gym and exercise a lot. Girl, let me... So let me tell you what I did. I That was my first... Exp- I'm going to be honest. It was my first introduction to a gym. I was in my 30s. I did not own a gym membership until then because I was at that desperate point in my life where I was like, I will do anything. Well, they told me exercise is the best way to minimize nobody, hot flashes. Nobody gave okay? me that memo. So <laughs> I, I got my first membership. I was teaching. I had a, you know, a discount, I guess you could say, as a teacher to get a good life uh, gym membership. That's the very first time I got a gym membership. I'd never been to a gym before then. And I worked out every day yoga did it help body pump and that's what i'm saying i think that is maybe why they lasted and then they went away i never had those hot flashes again now sometimes i do experience because i'm in my later 40s i get some night sweats every now and then but not a hot flash i have not had a hot flash since that first maybe two years of tamoxifen so I'm not saying <laughs> exercise again. I'm not disclaiming it's the cure. I'm saying it worked for me. Gone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Listen, I like from the minute I started taking it, hot flashes. And it was so bad that like you and I could be sitting here having this conversation and I'd be sweating. Mm, I'd be course, like, yeah. I'd be like dripping, dripping. Yep. And it's so embarrassing. I, I still do today a little bit. It like, is. It's a very embarrassing thing to go through. You just start sweating. And yeah. I was never a person who would sweat. Sweat. Right. At all. Yeah. So the hot flashes was really hard. The way I sort of dealt with the hot flashes, like you said, you mentioned the gym. For me, I I sort of Googled and, and, and did some research. So I got like this pillow that has like a cooling gel. Mm. And I still use it today, and I would sleep on that. And I did find that that sort of helped. In the winter, I would sleep with my window open mm. in my bedroom to, like, make my bedroom cool. Cooler, yeah, yeah. I also got, like, um, special sheets that are, like, bamboo and stuff to, to sort of, like, they, they're supposed to, like, keep your body cool during the night. And that sort of helped. I mean, I still woke up in night sweats, but... 
I do feel like the cooling gel like minimized it a little bit, but I don't feel like I found anything that like really, really helped. I know that's not super helpful, but. Well, yeah. I think, I think the point of what we're both saying is like you, it is about trial and error and yeah. trying different things that work because to be honest, I don't think we should downplay hot flashes. Uh, they are, they're horrible. They're horrible. Uh, they are embarrassing. Uh, especially, you know, when you want to go out and you want to dress nice and look <gasps> nice and you're wearing a nice dress. Do you know what happened to me And once? then, you know, you're like, you've got your armpits are sweat and Girl. people are saying things to you. I mean, it is humiliating. Do you know what happened to me you once? Know, I went out, I went out and I wore this beautiful silky pink dress. Yeah. You love your silk. I do. I do. <laughs> lo- I do love me some silk. So I, I literally was meeting my friend like two minutes away. So mm-hmm. I walked. So I get there and it was a tank top dress. So underneath my arms, all good. So I get there and she's like, oh, Sonia, you need to go to the bathroom. Like, did you bring a jacket? I'm like, yeah. Like, why? What's up? She's like, underneath your boobs, it's all, it's all the dress was soaking wet, like underneath here. And I'm like, dear, no, it was bad. I went to the bathroom. It was like soaking wet. And there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. I literally took an Uber, came home, changed, and went back. Because it was it was bad. Right. And it wasn't going to dry up. But it wasn't just underneath the armpits. It was just, I would sweat everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was bad. And then there was also, so there's the, the hot flashes. But then, like, for me, another side effect was my legs swelled up. Mm. I call them fat legs because they're still swollen five years later they swelled up and they never went away and then the worst i mean this the the sweats were bad but i gained weight Mm, i gained weight like in my mid body very common my legs yeah yeah but like the midsection i just i gained it and i can't get it like i can't i think because i was on it for five years and i mean tamoxifen estrogen it's hormonal yeah it just it just messed with my body and I have not been able to get my body back to where what it was prior to tamoxifen I was mm. really hard and then of course there's the brain fog mm. and I don't I don't know don't 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 quote me on this I don't know if, if brain fog is 100% caused by tamoxifen or if it's a combination of just breast cancer stress but my brain fog was so bad, so, so bad that I would feel embarrassed by having conversations with people. I, I forgot how to pronounce words. I mean, English is, my, is a second language for me, so that's bad enough. But I would be like having a conversation with you and I, I would want to say the word like other or thought or something like that. In my head, I knew what I wanted to say, but I forgot I how to pronounce it. How to pronounce it. It was so bad. It's a very common uh, brain fog is, you know, And you very know what common. was worse? That I would be around people that would call me out on it. And they'd be like, that, you you mean pronouncing it like this? Or, like, or I would have a conversation with someone and they're like, and I would repeat myself. And then they're like, you just, you just told me that like two seconds ago. And I'm like. I'm sorry, like, I, I'm struggling with brain fog. And, like, I would have people, like, just who knew I had mm. brain fog, but call me. It was so embarrassing. 
And now what helped me with my brain fog was lion's mane, which is a, it's a, it's a mushroom. And I just take, it's, it's a supplement and I, I take it. And I find that like when I take it, it oh, huge difference in my life. Good. That really helped me with my brain fog. However, a month ago, I sort of stopped taking lion's mane and I was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to see how it goes. Like I went right back Mm, to being bad to just like, I think it was, I think I was with you where I, at one point I was like, oh, my brain fog is back. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, it was, it was so bad. So I've gone back on lion's mane, but like the lion's mane, but like the, the brain fog for me, the worst was the, the, the hot flashes the uh, gain, the weight gain, and the the brain fog. Like, those were the worst, the worst part. And, you know, the, 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 the hot flashes, cooling stuff helped. The weight gain, nothing helped. I've right. tried everything. And then the, the brain fog was lion's mane, which really helped me. Right. What did you do for some of the symptoms that you experienced? Well, so I told you exercise was was a big help for me. It's interesting that you said swelling in the legs. So I actually would get, I travel a lot in the summertime because I'm off for the summer mm. and I would plan, you know, a trip which required me to be in an airplane. And for some reason, <laughs> I'd get on the plane and when I get off the plane, I would be covered in bruises, like ah. big, big bruises. And I'd get off the plane and my legs were in pain. And then I found out that the, you know, being high up altitude. in the sky, the altitude and being up there for so long without movement, dealing with circulation, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up having to get compression stockings and wearing those on the plane. Or if I was sitting a lot, I would wear them to prevent bruising, but I would bruise like, like it looked like I had been in a fight like oh, uh, they were, bad. they were, they weren't even little, like they were big honking bruises out of nowhere just from sitting on the plane. And I get off the plane and like the next day I, I couldn't even like walk. My, my legs were in pain because they were covered in bruises because so... there was all this tension, like not blood clots, but I yeah. mean the bruising was, they were so big. Now I had to get compression stockings. And then I remember then, and this is so funny you mentioned that because I forgot about it until you mentioned it. When I would go to reserve a spot on the plane, I would always say, I need an aisle seat because I need to stretch my legs. And I would have to get up every hour and walk around my compression Mm. stockings to prevent. And I would say, it's a cause of the tamoxifen. That's so weird because... So random that I remembered that, but it wasn't until you mentioned that. So getting compression stockings was was a big help for me. Uh, Like you said, just uh, I, I read about just drinking cooler, you know, beverages. So I would just, instead of drinking so much tea and so much coffee, which would create more Mm. heat in my body for those, those moments of hot flashes, I would be drinking some cooler drinks just to kind of lower that temperature. Like you mentioned, um, you know, opening your window. But I think what's really important is when you get on tamoxifen, you need to ask what are all the possible symptoms? Because again, like many things we've talked about, Sonia, it's so individual mm. that we're going to experience one, five, ten, or all of the symptoms on their little brochures of the expected side effects of tamoxifen. So I think it's really important. You've got to really zone in on what are your key 
areas of the mm. tamoxifen that you you really want to yeah. deal with like for me hot flashes were really bad i also had the brain fog i you know go to the, the store to buy something and i'd walk in and be like why am i here yeah. what was i supposed to buy again like i would literally be like i drove all the way here to buy something and now i don't remember what i'm here to buy so i think it was important for you when you when you're getting on tamoxifen find out what are all the possible symptoms or side effects of it and then start to like, once again, write down what are the main ones you're having. And then I say, take the time to ask a professional on mm. what are ways of dealing with those things and trial and error, try it. Exercise may work for me. It may not work for you. You know, maybe mushrooms or a lion's mane works for someone, but doesn't work for someone yeah. else. But at least it's that trial and error. It's asking a lot of questions. It's asking your healthcare provider. It's asking your naturopath. And don't just think you have to ask your oncologist. You can ask a naturopath, right? Mm. Ask, seek a naturopath as well. Yeah. Maybe you don't have the money to afford something expensive, but maybe maybe it's something simple you can do as yeah. well. So I do believe you. I do believe in balance. Yeah. Uh, I know some people don't like the word balance, <laughs> but I do believe in in, in balance. And I, I never I, I never thought like it's so funny that you mentioned the bruising because funny enough I did a trip to Peru yeah with my family and when I got there the in, my inner thighs of my legs were like fully bruised. Yeah, it's tamoxifen. And I was like, oh, like, what happened? Was I exercise? Like, no. I, I never, ever, I didn't, I not for a moment. I remember, like, my mom was like, whoa, like, what did you do? I'm like, I don't know. I never for a second thought that it could have been a tamoxifen. No, and to be honest, don't feel like that because I didn't know either. It wasn't until it was just happening over and over again that I started asking questions. I do my research That's and I ask. Interesting. And then the the, the magical uh, remedy was compression Man, stocking. I wish I knew that. So I got a compression stocking. So maybe even if you're not traveling and you are a woman right now dealing with that, try compression stockings and wear them in your home when you're watching mm. a movie. Mm-hmm. Wear them to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's something to, to try. it helps, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are, aside from the, the, the side effects that you and I are talking about, like, what are some other tamoxifen side effects? So, I just want to share a story quick with our listeners. So, about a month ago, Sonia was complaining about having some body issues. She was feeling pain in her joints and just achy, achy feelings mm. in her body. I'm glad she just was vulnerable and told me because I was able to talk about, oh, well, have you ever tried that? Are you on that drug or did they mention that drug that prevents osteoporosis? Because maybe you're experiencing that. And she said to me, what do you mean? Nobody ever told me that. And I said, oh, well, when I got on tamoxifen, uh, they suggested that I take this other drug to prevent osteoporosis. Now, I'm not someone who likes to pop a bunch of pills in my mouth. But osteoporosis is a pretty serious thing to experience. And already when you're menopausal, I was like, I don't want, I don't need anything else on my plate. Okay. So I said, you know what, if this is going to prevent that, then let's do it. Yeah. And so I have a nurse come into my home. She would come into my home. She would hook me up to an IV. That IV, I want to say was sort of like a bone booster. It's a steroid that just shocked my bones with the steroid that would coat the bones that would prevent that deterioration of the bones. So Mm. that prevents the osteoporosis. So she used to come in. I used to get really sick. Felt like, you know, I've never done chemo, but, you know, you get the bag, you feel nauseous, and then I would throw up. 
a lot after it and I did not feel well after getting those IVs. But after I think it was a year, a year and a half of doing that treatment, you know, I had my bone density checked and I was good. Mm. So I did not get osteoporosis. So I suggested this to Sonia. She didn't know anything about it. My doctor never mentioned it. I never did this treatment. Right? I had no idea this was even a thing. So fast forward, she got her doctor's appointment. You went in to see your doctor to get the results because she wanted to get results after yeah. I told her story. And what did they tell you, Sonia? I have osteoporosis. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And my doctor never even told me that was a risk. They never offered me the treatment that you had. I mean, I wish they had. I would have done it. Right. And it was only because I was with you and I was like, I'm having these pains. Like, my bones hurt. It was, I couldn't drive. Remember we went on a road trip and, yeah. and you had to drive because I couldn't even drive. She like couldn't my even drive body the car. was hurting yeah. so much. It was bad. And then I didn't know. And then of course I got my five year uh, mark. mark and yeah. I go in and you know, my doctor's like, oh, five years, you're off tamoxifen. And I did some posts and I was super excited about it. And then I noticed that my face was like, swelling up and getting like really round and it was like you know when you have too much to drink mm -hmm. and you wake up the next day and you're hungover and your face is kind of puffy that's how I felt but I wasn't drinking unfortunately so it was sort of happening and I went to my doctor and I was kind of like I know this sounds weird but we did some tests so and then it turns out that the roundness and the poofiness in your face is you have too much estrogen in your body. Oh my gosh. I remember when you told me that. And guess what? Two weeks off tamoxifen, I'm back on it for another freaking year. I had no idea that mm -hmm. that's what happens when you have too much estrogen in your body. And like there are days like you're supposed to take tamoxifen every day at the same time. It's like birth control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to take it every day at the same time. So if there's a day where I forget to take it at the same time and I take it later, I'm now because I'm aware of the puffiness, I'll notice my face is poofy. Wow. And again, it's incredible when we share these stories. Uh, and that's one thing I think Sonia and I want to just put out there that it is important to be brave yeah. Be vulnerable. Talk to talk to your doctor about any symptoms Ask you have. Ask questions. Ask questions because so many things are different and answers are right there for you. Uh, I, I'm glad Sonia shared with me her story and I'm glad I was able to share something of my story with her because we were able to find, you know, a solution. Yeah. So I think it's really important to ask those questions. Everyone's experiences are yeah, different. And we're just bringing tamoxifen up because it's such a I'm, it's something I hate and I'm passionate about because of my experience. But the reason why we're having a whole topic, like segment on this is because we just want to talk about our personal experience mm -hmm. to encourage anyone who's starting tamoxifen or you're on it. If you're experiencing some of these things and you're struggling and you don't know what to do, we just want you to be aware of some of these things and just encourage you to go ask questions to your doctor like just ask questions there's no such thing as dumb questions just ask 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 and and advocate for yourself like if you're struggling with something and even if it's not a symptom of tamoxifen go ask your doctor it doesn't hurt because your body is different 
Right. And maybe your body's just having a different reaction. Not everybody is the same. You know, I gained weight. I don't know if every woman does. Right. right? Or my legs swelled. I don't know if that's the case. But all we're saying is we're sharing our side effects of it to let you know what some of them could be, but also to encourage you to be like, ask questions like, Tamoxifen is not just a pill. It's a serious drug. It, it, it's it a affects, serious drug. Yeah, it affects your, your body, your whole, your hormones. I mean, I was 38 when I got on it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm turning, like, now I'm in my 40s. And not only am I on Tamoxifen, my body's also, like, changing and getting 100%. ready. 100%. Right? And now, like, this just adds on to it. So we're just saying, like, go and, and, and ask questions. And no one, one last thing, that nobody has to suffer these symptoms. Ugh. They are a part of the drug. Yeah. And if you can ride through it, good on you. But if you are someone that is really suffering with the side effects, whether it be acne, whether it be the weight gain, whether it be the brain fog or the hot yeah. flashes, know that you deserve not to have to feel this way. So go ahead, advocate for yourself and do whatever you can. Mm-hmm. Know that you don't have to sit there with them. Do your best. Try your best. Just try. There's no harm in asking and trying. Mm-hmm. We all know that it's not fun. It is not a fun experience, Tamoxifen. I can tell you that I it is a successful. It's horrible. It's horrible, but but it it comes with the fact that it does help. Yes. So know that there is there is light at the end of this tunnel, but it doesn't mean you have to sit there and suffer through it all. Try your your best to find ways of managing it yeah. and know that it's okay to ask for help because you don't need to go through this alone. Yeah. So exactly. on that note, that is all the time that we have for today. I really do wish Tanya and I could talk about this more. Again, we could. <laughs> yeah. But please feel free anytime you'd like to email us or like DM us on Instagram and ask questions if there's anything mm. more you want us to talk about or hear about on this topic. Yeah. We are more than welcome to, 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 to take this discussion further and maybe more in depth. We are here to... Um, just to answer your questions and be here to support you as best as we can. So remember that if you're starting to mock spin on this journey, ask these questions, be prepared for the side effects, pay attention to your side effects and seek the support and love and help that you need to help you guide you through that experience. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us here at Life Unleashed with your hosts, Sonia and Sarah. And we look forward to hearing and seeing you next time. Take care.